And I'm Matt. And we are Shade Tree Chefs. The chefs. You, you didn't even try that time. <laughs> that was, that was that's horrible. You didn't even try. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so this week we're doing Thanksgiving. Probably Thanksgiving. one of my probably one of my favorite holidays. Not our uh, traditional one where it's just immediate family. It's kind of branched off uh, to to well, Jamie. You know, you, yeah. Obviously, you are family. We are related. Uh, your mother and uh, it's just become what 15 18 people all gathering at my place for thanksgiving everyone yeah. brings a little something right ever ever since you got moved into the, your current house you've been hosting and you know kindly hosting us over there so yeah we've been coming over to your house for a few years now and working out pretty well so uh, uh you know seeing it is before thanksgiving and i didn't want to cook thanksgiving dinner two times um we decided to bring on a, a whole slew of guests today Jamie, you want to uh, introduce uh, who we who we have with us? Yeah, no problem. Uh, sitting right beside you, we have my wife, Lissa. Lissa. Hello. Uh, she also Hi, is known by uh, Missy, Melissa, me. Uh, am I missing any? Do you have any other aliases that we have yet to discover? Mom, mommy, mom, ma. Yeah, those are horrible ones. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stick with Lissa. Thanks. Mumsy. Mumsy. And, uh, and, uh, and on my left screen here, uh, we're video chatting right now. On my left screen, I have Nick. Hey. Nick returning. Hi, he, Nick. Is, he has uh, been with For, us several times before. How are you, Nick? guest, Nick. I'm good. How about you guys? And you're marvelous. We're doing well. We're doing awesome. And on our far right, we have new special guests, Chad and his wife, Kristen. Hi, Hi Chad. Kristen. Good evening. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Thanks for uh, taking the time out to, to join us. Yes. We are excited for so, this episode. Yeah, we, I feel like we're the side dish that they're like, oh, who brought that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and you say that every every time you have a gathering like this or a party, there is there is that one dish where it's like, oh, my right. goodness, who oh, brought that? Goodness. I, you know, I don't want to equate you. I don't want to equate you like that, but it's well, well said, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, well, talking about that, gossiping about them, talking about that odd thing, right? Uh, we have our tip, which we'll get into a little bit later. But uh, are there any anybody with uh, some odd traditions, some or dishes a little bit out of the ordinary? Nick, I, I know uh, previously you you kind of mentioned one to me. Do you you mind mentioning it again? Yeah, we. Uh... Our family makes like a cream cheese jello. Cream. Um, so what? yeah, so it's it's got like heavy whipping cream, uh, lemon juice, sugar, cream cheese, um, unflavored gelatin, and then on top of that we uh, put like a syrup on it. It's like strawberry syrup or boysenberry to top it. That's interesting. I'd say maybe you can make it sometime and um, bring me a real small piece because that sounds, uh, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Kristen, I believe you you also had something uh, so maybe similar. Check, check. Yep, there you I go. I was curious if you, do you eat that as a dessert or as a side with a turkey and stuff? We use that as a side. As a side. 
So we do rainbow jello and that, you know, with sour cream and whipping cream in the gelatin is layered in between the colored jello. And you do one layer at a time and then it looks like a rainbow with white lines in between it. And the fun yeah. thing is to like peel the layers off and eat it layer by layer. Rainbow right. jello is Hawaii. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that, that is neat. I nothing, nothing like that uh, with my family. Uh, uh, Lisa, you, you, what about you? Nothing with my family. And I'll assume Jamie would be the same because you're. Cause your family. family. Home unit. Family. Uh, sorry, no, sorry. the honestly, honestly, my only contribution to Thanksgiving is either like a can of uh, cranberries, which I mean, you can't it's all, eat a why can is it always a dented can? Is it because they give you 10% off? It's gotta be, it's gotta be, it's gotta be ocean spray flavored. Or <laughs> too. Do you, do you mush it up or do you slice it? I like to use the rings on the can. Oh yeah. To make my slices. Yes. Yeah. It's for sure. Yeah. You slice it up. For sure you slice always it. slice. Yes. You can't see it, but we're all doing like karate chop <laughs> on camera right now. See now in our house, it's the big debate. He likes the can that you know that that looks like the can, and I like the whole berry with orange and like homemade. Right. So we got to do two cranberries. Right. Yes, we have had that discussion yes. pretty much all week, Kristen, because we are the same i have many made, of us like the can whereas matt i made it one year and it was you know got the the cranberries i don't remember the recipe and you bake it and it kind of became mush right and it was sweet and it was really good and everybody was going to the can stuff it's like no i didn't it was get it tart no, whereas it was... i like the canned i'm not gelled a, i'm not a cranberries. tart but i'm not into tart things i, I thought it was more sweet if my memory Whatever. I so I won't make it again because nobody eats it. You're in the state of cranberries that you gotta honor your Wisconsin roots, you know. Yeah, I guess it just has to come out of the can. You know, Hawaii is spam here in Wisconsin where cranberries are, you know, everywhere. You gotta have it in a can. You can't have the fresh stuff, I guess. (laughs) At at least uh, in in Lissa's household. Hey. My oldest daughter eats them right from the can. You know, she'll eat a can of cranberries for her dinner because she loves them that much. I mean, see, I already we- bought a can because I was worried about it. And Rebecca has asked us pretty much every other night if she can have some can cranberries. I have, oh, can I have that cranberry? Can I have the cranberry? <laughs> for dinner. Yep. I mean, that's better than wanting, uh, you know, a package of Oreos, right? Pop tarts or pop tarts. Right. I'm not sure. It might be the same sugar content. Yeah, that's true. I, oh yeah, I guess I never really looked at the sugar content on them. That's like getting that juice when it's uh, and it's really only like three percent juice. The rest is sugar and added stuff. It's like my kids are drinking orange juice, and then you you actually look at the carton and it's like that's not orange juice. Right when it says a hundred percent juice, and it's like nope. <laughs> well, I, I guess we kind of start off on on the sides here. So we kind of have that cranberry debate. Uh, Nick, what, what about your family? Do you guys, does anyone make like a cranberry sauce or is it the canned stuff for you also? Uh, it was the canned stuff for the longest time. But Then uh, you found I the cream cheese jello? 
No, no, no. <laughs> I refused to eat it unless it had a whole bunch of uh, Cool Whip on it. So. All right. All right. What about uh, what about some other sites here? Like um, you, uh, Missy, you, or Lissa, sorry. Uh, you've been for the past several years. You've been um, making uh, something with asparagus. Yes. So actually, since so. I was young, it was my grandmother's recipe. My grandmother, or she got it from her mom. So my great grandmother's recipe. It's asparagus roll-ups, and it's made with actually just basic bread. Then you use cream cheese with chive and cooked bacon mixed together, and you spread that on the bread. Then you cook the asparagus, and you put that in there, and you roll it up. And then you put melted butter on top, and you sprinkle that like fine... Um, Parmesan cheese on top, and you bake that for 15 minutes in the oven, and it is amazing. Yeah, I do. I do enjoy having that kind of as a a warm up. Although normally I'm scrambling, mad scramble as mm-hmm. everybody's grabbing those while they're still warm. Uh, I manage to get my hands on one mad. normally. Uh, uh. So that was an odd yeah. appetizer, right? Um, anything else that's kind of out there? Other than no. Other than, no. What about potatoes? We uh, my, my dad always had barbecue food on Thanksgiving, so we'd have smoked oysters on crackers. Those uh, the, the pickled eggs. Okay. All those kinds of things. Uh, potatoes. Uh, Mashed potatoes. Anyone got a, a crazy? Anyone do uh, anything interesting with their their potatoes? I use goose fat to roast my potatoes. Mm. That probably gives a lot fat. of flavor. With uh, goose fat, I went to England and some friends of ours on the farm shop, and they sell goose fat. So I bought some, and then I brought it home on the airplane, and I got detained by customs. Uh, <laughs> and it, I had to sit for hours in this room waiting for them to read the manual on bird fat and whether I could bring it into uh, the United <laughs> States. Did you, you have to sit there with in your lap holding your thing of goose fat? Oh, my god! <laughs> well, you know, I, I thought I'd just seen something, you know, a uh, big smuggling thing, obviously – Drugs and uh, uh, I guess now goose fat. So I guess if you're traveling internationally, coming back to the United States, um, you, you you can't. Well, you were you able to get through it? Well, I'm guessing because you said you used. It. I did. Yeah, it's. I did read it before I got on the plane, and I knew that it was okay. You can't bring a live bird because they have that bird flu thing right. or something. But you could bring animal products. That- bird products that had been processed and so this was a canned goose fat so uh but it was pretty funny my mom was traveling with us and she was cursing me out for having said that i had it so it, <laughs> trying to be all legit you know? i haven't looked for this how is how easy is it to find goose fat uh back you know here in wisconsin 
not so much goose fat, but duck fat is duck very fat. easy to find. Pick and is duck fat, bacon fat now on their oil section. Ace Hardware has spray duck oil, duck fat sprayed by duck the fat. register. Right by the register. Right by the register. I mean, why not? <laughs> Candy bars, you know, <laughs> beef jerky, duck fat. Spray it's, duck fat at that. It's like yeah. that canned cheese whiz, right? <laughs> nope, I you don't want cheese. You can use it as deodorant. <laughs> I don't want no spray canned cheese whiz. I oh, want some yeah. duck fat on my crackers. <laughs> yeah, if the dogs don't like playing with it, you just give them a little... <laughs> Yeah, duck fat is good, but if you haven't had goose fat roast potatoes, I would highly recommend seeking them out and just uh, take a moment to yourself to enjoy that. It's uh, spectacular. That that is interesting. You know, more and more I'm seeing where people are using like beef tallow stuff like that um, in recipes. Something that I, I really, I guess, as a culture, we got away from. Right? I think if we look. Uh, back in time, it was more of a thing. Now it's all health conscious butters or not butters, you know, oils, uh, uh, you know, to ca- try keeping things healthier. Right. When I, I always said you get, so you buy something in the store, it's half fat, it's half as good. So why not add, you know, 50% more fat to taste that much better. Right. Exactly. People like fat. Uh, so past what was that chef. What was that chef that threw a uh, stick of butter, at least, in everything? Paula Dean. Paula Dean. Paula yeah, the Dean. recipe wasn't good yeah. until you two sticks of butter. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, and then Emerald would say, uh, pork fat rules. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I actually I have same volume, <laughs> bacon drippings and stuff like that. I found a recipe a few years ago that uh, seems to to go over pretty well and I'll make it ahead of time with everything going on. You know, people show up, I only have one oven. So I, I just, I'll just put it in a, uh, in a slow cooker just to warm it up the day of, but it's, uh, you know, they call for like five pounds of potatoes. You'd pretty much mash them up Add uh, there again, bunch of butter. Uh, then it actually calls for Romano cheese. Uh, and then I would do it called for, about two tablespoons of chopped garlic and I, I put more in but I uh, the first time I did I actually roasted a whole head of, uh, of garlic and used you know what I needed out of that and uh, that seemed to go over pretty well did you make those last year I've made them in the past probably two three years okay those were good I remember and somebody else is making potatoes this year so nobody gets to ha- enjoy those this year can you make me a small batch uh, <laughs> What do I get? What are you going to make me? I'm making asparagus rolls. Oh, my goodness. And sweet potatoes and pumpkin cheesecake. Uh, Nick, do you do, you do any <laughs> sides at, at all? Are you you're still more of a guest? I mean, I know you got a, you got a few different places you go. Yeah, um, I'm more of a guest still, but mostly just the normal carrots, mashed potatoes, stuffing. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, stuffing, that's one I don't know if I if I have done. If I if I did, I did it once and I, I thought it turned out decent, but I I really don't remember. Maybe my mother did it. I just remember uh now actually Jamie, your ma uh brings the stuffing. Yeah. So she makes it. Thank you, Jamie's mother. Uh I couldn't tell you what's in it though. Right? Stuffing. What about you, uh Chad or Kristen? You guys make make the stuffing? 
Oh yeah, we make stuffing. I used to like uh, cornbread stuffing, but Chad doesn't like sweet sides, you know, sweet stuffing. Okay. So we do more of like a sausage, onion, you know, bacon. Uh, we we usually end up buying the uh, the dried bread, like the croutons. Yeah. That one, it just cuts out. It makes everything so much easier. But right, occasionally we make a bread salad, out of like a focaccia or um, ciabatta bread. Ciabatta bread, okay. where you cut it into like one inch squares and fry it up in oil. Well, I guess here's really the the big question: cook inside the bird, outside the bird. Going to say that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I do mine outside the bird. I make it ahead of time, and then I bake it in the oven. But I typically finish it with the drippings of the turkey. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I, I, the, I finish it maybe the last fifteen minutes, and I add probably about a cup of the drippings. Okay, like you know, over the top. Well, that, that makes sense because a lot of times I get it. I'm I'm taking gravy and I'm putting it on top, right? Because it can kind of dry out at at times and just that helps moisten it up. So mm-hmm. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, sweet potatoes, uh, fans. Do we have fans of sweet potatoes fans? here? Do we have fans of sweet potatoes? Me. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. So what's your your, your favorite way? I'm not so much a marshmallow girl though. I like roast. Sweet potatoes. I like canned sweet potatoes too. They're not terrible, but I'm not really a fan of the little mini marshmallow thing. Really? No, we're a country singer, uh, a woman. So I guess we'll have to go Dolly Parton or Trisha Yearwood because those are the two that I know. Uh, but she has a recipe that has like mashed sweet potatoes with a praline coating on top of them for a dessert and it's uh it's more than the stick of butter and yep. that stuff will will knock your socks off now uh, i i have i have made a sweet potato dish the past few years but yes. lissa decided she she wanted to give her hand at it but mine same thing not not with the uh marshmallows on it uh it had actually i got it up here chopped pecans or pecans however you want to say it uh on top and brown sugar, so you pretty much mash it up. It's more like a, I guess, a casserole, so so to say. It's called sweet potato classic. Um, some ground, uh, some uh, vanilla ex- extract, some ground cinnamon, some sugar, heavy cream, of course, quarter cup of butter, because I guess everything gets butter, right? Butter makes things taste better. <laughs> but I, I really enjoy that one because it kind of crisps up and on on the top of it, and I like the the pecans on it. So what's yours going to be like? I was going to do kind of like a half and half have, because I know some people prefer the nut topping and then some prefer the marshmallows. So I was going to make a half and half. So everyone is happy. You can never make everyone happy. Um, moms know how to make um, everyone happy. Well, that's because you normally, isn't the mom- best shot. Isn't and exactly. the, isn't the, the way moms make it happy is you will sit down and you will like it. <laughs> that's that's not really making them happy. It's telling them to be happy. <laughs> Am I right? That's, that's right. Happy. happy. Mama's yeah. magic. We can do that too. <laughs> we do our best. Nick, what about you? You're a sweet Nick, potato fan. 
Yeah, sometimes. I'm more of like the pea kind of guy, like you said. Yeah. So I'm going to try a couple different so things this try. year. Looking at it, people are taking my potatoes away from me other than the turkey. I guess we'll save the main event for for last. And it's like, what am I going to do? Some, you know, I've been doing the potatoes uh, mashed and the, the, the sweet potatoes. Uh, what am I going to what am I going to do? So I actually found a couple uh, recipes just on the Food Network. I'm going to give it um, I'm going to give a shot. Uh, one's called a dump and bake corn casserole. So it's kind of like a kernel, like a can of kerneled corn, a can of cream corn, and it's kind of like a, a mix of both. It seemed kind of interesting. I don't, I don't remember everything that's in it, but I said, you know, that's one thing we don't have is like a corn dish. So you're going to take a can of corn? You're not going to get the corn off the actual cob? It says canned corn. You should be making this from scratch. Yeah, I actually, though. I make that. That's corn pudding. They they say and, it's kind of uh, like a corn yeah they say it's kind of like a corn pudding because uh, there's uh, they also call yeah. uh, like I said I don't have the recipe up but it also called for like a, a box of like the 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 corn bread mix like a jiffy, jiffy. yeah mm-hmm. I feel like you're cheaping out on this though you should be getting this off the cob for us yeah but you can't find it fresh I don't like the frozen stuff I rather have it out of the can be, than frozen don't think you'll be disappointed by using the can and the jiffy. And then the sour cream you add to it. And the only thing that's tricky with that is that you have to cook it. It cooks for a long time. It's like 40 or 50 minutes. And if your oven space is all taken up with the uh, turkey, it's like, where are you going to fit that in? So my recommendation is cook it first and then keep it outside, cover it with tin foil, and just have it sit out because it's not going to go bad on the stove and you can just warm it up real quick before right. you serve it. I do have it's those things temperature of the sun. Yeah, I, I do I do have a yeah, decent I, size air fryer, which is also like an oven. It's a combo thing. Uh so that can fit that should be able to fit, you know, a was it nine nine by seven dish, whatever. Is the bottom of your oven like a warming drawer too? Uh it, it might be. You know, it, it your, generally your just lovely wife is shaking her head. No. She doesn't. She doesn't know. She she doesn't use the oven. Uh, it does get a little warm. I've taken trays out of there when it's on, and and the stuff is somewhat warm. Then I would assume that's a warming drawer. Warms. So I, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a warming drawer that we use to keep all our pans in. Fuck secret <laughs> weapon. The crock pot, the slow cooker. The slow cooker. You have like seven of those plugged in. We got a bunch keep of those. Really? All of, that's what I need to do. Countertops. I always said uh, in years past, I wanted, blow a, fuse. I wanted to do a fuse. I wanted to do a Thanksgiving where everything was jerky or dehydrated. No matter what it was, there's just bowl, little bowls all over the place of dehydrated food. Uh, and you just sat, sat around. Right. Jerky. Um, but not always because, you know, you're. You you could still have like sweet potato and potato, slice it and dehydrate it. I don't know if I really my, call that jerky. My air fryer dehydrates food. I think mine does too. You know what? One side I'm thinking of though uh, that Chad is uh, known for his uh, mayonnaise based fruit salad. <laughs> <laughs> That's an unusual. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. 
You know, we right. could talk about that um, Nesco thing too, though, that they're talking about. I don't know that Wisconsin people know that Nesco's are such a Midwest thing, you know? I grew up in Minnesota and I didn't even know Nesco's were a thing. Yeah, that's kind of been. I never heard of a Nesco before I got here. And then I found out I had to own at least one or two to be. <laughs> Right. You don't Legit. fit in unless you have, I don't, I don't like the Nesco. Like I said, you know, before we, we were talking a little bit before we recorded and it's like, I listened to how, uh, the time on it, I put it in that Nesco and, uh, it, it gets done a lot quicker than the time, you know, it tells you like to, to do it in the oven. And that really screws up my timing. Yeah. It's a, well, it's a moist heat. So it, it cooks it faster. You just don't get the browning right? that you would with the oven. I think one thing that uh, we haven't talked about it, and a lot of the guys I know have Weber grills. Yes. Like a 26er, you could put a couple, a couple coals on that, and you could keep four or five side dishes warm. Right, and that, that's one thing. Right. Uh, you know, I've done turkey, but have not really used it uh, for sides. But uh you know, ever since starting the podcast, it's kind of opened the horizons of different things uh, to try and do, you know, on that grill or outdoors. Um, the other odd one I was going to try, and uh, I, like I said, I just have the name of it. Uh, the side I'm going to try this year is a roasted Brussels sprouts with grapes. So it's like you, you, you roast the, the Brussels sprouts and you... I don't recall what they all had the grapes in, but then they kind of start bursting and kind of creates like a sauce and you pour it over the Brussels sprouts. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, is it like a balsamic yeah. vinegar? If you did the Brussels sprouts on the grill and you got char on them, that would be amazing. Yeah. That would be I, good. And, you know, that's one thing I have not decided on yet because it seems uh, most years doing a turkey, we've kind of traded off on because uh, we do multiple um so like one year i, I smoked one um the next year jamie uh, you you grilled one or smoked one brought it over uh so we've always kind of had one smoked bird or grilled bird uh at the thanksgiving event for the what, past five six years yeah i would say but here's for what sure. i've noticed is with the crowd they they'll t the people people taste it they they eat it like oh that's that's good but they eat the other one so that one kind of gets left behind so uh, to be honest with you I, I don't even know if I'm gonna try one outside this year because it's like uh, to put that effort in and then it just sits there because they the, prefer the traditional they bird prefer the right they they prefer the traditional bird so it's like it's probably not gonna be all that nice out so I, I might just do them both in the in the oven this year. Do you cook them whole or do you spatchcock them? What well, is your well? One year I had uh, I had an electric smoker. I'm like I'm a spatchcock it, and um, then I go to put it on. Well, it was uh, too wide then, so I ended up curling it all back around to be whole because that's the only way it would fit in there. <laughs> so um, other than that, not you generally whole. I know for no reason. I what? I say you ripped the spine out of it for no reason. For no reason. I had to put it back together. And yeah, probably honestly, I didn't, I don't even think I had like butcher twine. So I just kind of shoved it underneath and just it's kind of hanging on the walls of the smoker itself, kind of holding it together and upright. 
it turned out i mean but yeah Yeah, i I should have measured i've grilled i've grilled them before and then and smoked them and uh I always scratch cock them just because it does save time and you're able to shave off at least 45 minutes, an hour off your cook time. Now, I don't, I don't recall any recipe that I've done. I don't think anyone's stuck as saying, hey, this is a, a great recipe. But I do recall most times, or if not all of them, I'm putting something uh, in the inside, you know, aromatics, uh, onion, bay leaves, stuff like that, uh, stuffing it into the bird. So... Um, and they've been turning out moist, so for me, I don't know. I just, I just haven't tried know, splitting it open. Anyone else do both ways and, and notice a, a big difference other than potential time? Yeah, so we used to always do it on our gas uh, Weber grill. We put it on a rotisserie and cooked it for the longest time. Yeah. And then we did that for at least 10 years, I could think of. Um, and then one time it started on fire. And then that was the last year we did it on the <laughs> Yeah. Um, so now we, we just put it on my smoker. So it's like the opposite. So we used to always grill it, and then now we just smoke it. You know, and, and as yeah. much as I, I like Thanksgiving, I'm not a I'm not a poultry fan. And then it's like, luckily, most of the time somebody else is cooking a turkey, but we we go through more than one, right? Yes. Um, it's like, I don't, I, I don't, I never cook this stuff, turkey once a year, chicken once a year. And it's like the pressure, like, I don't know how long I really need to be doing this for. I'm going to listen to the recipe. Hopefully it's right. And hopefully I don't mess this bird up. Cause then what are we going to do? You can't order pizzas, but it's, it's worked out can... so far every year. Rebecca plants Chinese food, right? Chinese. Yeah. There might be a Chinese. Well, we had, you know, you know, talking about kind of uh, funny times, right? Talking about that—that's that thing you do once a year. Um, you know, I, I followed Gordon Ramsay. I think it was last year. I did the bird inside. You must have. Did you? You must have brought one that you grilled because I did mine. I brought indoors. one last. Was it last year? Or the year before, where part of it was uncooked. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, I was going to get to that. So yeah. So <laughs> all right, we'll start with yours. Get get to mine. So yeah, he starts. Well, and and. Do you remember the story well? Because I do. Um, yeah, go ahead. I mean, okay, so probably tell it better than me. Yeah, he said he had it on the grill and must, he had a digital thermometer. I don't know if it was multi temp, whatever, and it was showing yeah. that it was getting done really fast. So you cut the temperature down. Yeah. You you kind of yep. quash the temperature. So you bring it over. Bird looks beautiful. You know, nice looking skin. You got your seasoning on it. Uh, we had first the, the space we had at a table in my basement, get down there, start carving it, breast meat, beautiful. It's done. Then I get, go beyond that. And, um, I mean, if, if you like rare bird, you know, that, then that, this was the one for you. It was, but we got the breasts out of it. So it wasn't a total loss, but yeah, the rest was, was not done. So, I mean, it was, a, it was one of those lessons, like you, you were counting on, uh, on a tool, right? An mm-hmm. instrument. Um, and it, it, it wasn't a, a good one and it completely threw everything off for you, which, which goes to show you, um, make sure you got the right tool for the job. Make sure you're checking temperatures, especially for poultry. Have three different thermometers, three different brands, right. And go with best of three. 
Yes. I like, like that. Have your, like a, a digital thermometer, maybe have like an analog one and uh, just a little button that comes with the well, turkey. And you know, make sure you check uh-oh. the temperature all over, not just in one spot. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> was that your problem? Well, no. obviously it was. I mean, it was raw. <laughs> the skin the looks beautiful, was. and the temp right here temp- says good. Well, I actually had that because they, they come out with those little push pin ones, you know, that they, they come with. So I, I had it was on that electric smoker, and I, I kind of had the timing of when I put it on, when according to my poundage it should be done at, at my temperature. And I go out there, and it's, it's around that time, and I, I look, and it hasn't popped out yet. And I'm like, man, I, I go grab a, a thermometer from inside, poke it in there. It's perfect. I mean, it's the juiciest bird I ever had. I couldn't, I couldn't eat it. Given my experience as, as a as a child with chicken, of it has to be dry or something's wrong with it. It was too juicy. Uh, but there again, it was you couldn't count on the the little one that they stick in the birds for you. But but mine from was la- last year with I decided Gordon Ramsay, right? Gordon Ramsay. See, he has a video of it. See, a video of it. Uh, cooked a bird, and one thing he said is that however long you cook it, let it rest. So I'm like, all right, cook it for three hours, let it rest for three hours. Hey, it's a big piece. It's a big, big piece of meat. Uh, yeah, it was it was kind of kind of cold. So I, I definitely won't listen to Gordon Ramsay ever again on that one. I mean, English people just eat different. Yeah, it's like I don't like cold meat. I you know I tented it and everything. I'm like, oh, I I get it. Juices redistribute and everything, but three hours is a long time for, to let it rest. I don't even know if it actually ended up being that long, given timing. But either way, it was long enough for that bird to cool down enough. At that point, you're eating cold deli meat. You know, you're like, "Give me a pound of turkey." <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't even that. You may as well get some Chad's fruit salad and make a sandwich or something. <laughs> right. Cold, yeah, cold turkey, Chad's mayonnaise, fruit salad. It's more like lukewarm. If it's cold, cold, I'll you know Delicious. I can deal with it. You know, pull it out of the fridge, eat it. All right, that's good. You get that point where it's not hot, it's not warm, it's kind of like lukewarm, where it's just like yeah, I'll pass. You you gotta heat it back up or you know get it cold for me. Yep, that's the secret. The the, the mayonnaise, fruit salad, and the turkey have to be the same temperature. <laughs> <laughs> So, so room temp so, yeah room, is yeah. that room temp we're I, supposed I, to be increasing appetites for next week but here we are this is the diet plan is to gross everyone out right so that they're not hungry just go go to the store get a couple frozen pizzas right <laughs> microwave them <laughs> <laughs> microwave your insurance meal <laughs> Uh, so has anyone actually so, had a do backup you guys plan? Find oh, your turkey? You know what? I, I have. Find your you know, I, I have, and I, I do plan it this year, but um, yeah, I went, there was a uh, Kroger brand. I, I just picked them up yesterday. It's like 59 cents a pound. So I'm like, that, that's what I'm going to get. Nice and cheap. Um, but most of the time when you look at it, if it's like the better butter ball or whatnot like that, it's like they're, they're already brined, you know, they're already added stuff to it um but this year i i I didn't look but i'm gonna follow a a recipe from ann burrell where she has a bunch of stuff in there um so i am gonna brine it this year i don't know if i've ever noticed 
a big difference in taste with a with a turkey though, brining it or really even seasoning. I don't know. I usually stick some, uh, like a half a stick of butter underneath the skin on the back. Right. You said half a stick. Sometimes a stick. I say a stick. The crispier the skin, the better. See, here's here's the thing with like what she said, which I was odd because, like I said, I got two recipes in mind, and neither of them had it. Most of the time, yeah, you're right. Uh, Separate that skin and and have the a butter room temp. Maybe mix some uh, some herbs in it. Get it under the skin for that crispy skin. Uh, so the, the one recipe she, she calls for, um, brining it for three days. And then like the last day you take it out, put it in like your roasting pan, don't have it covered and just leave it in the fridge overnight to kind of dry out that skin. And she, she hasn't called for sticking anything underneath the skin. So, I mean, we'll see. I have nothing to lose, right? Yeah. yeah so the brine I do, I it takes works. like 12 hours. Like the uh, skin has a lot of fat in it that's naturally going to, you know, provide the moisture to the meat. But when you, we do that with our chickens, we leave them on our rack in the refrigerator overnight. And then the next day, and as dry as you can get it, it there's no like water wicking mm-hmm. off of your bird as you're, you know, which is steaming it mm-hmm. essentially in the oven. So when you have a really dry, uh, exterior of your bird science, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna get really crispy. So your skin stays on better. Well, right. And I... butter actually really has a very high water content as well. So to be honest, bacon grease is fantastic for crisping up your turkey skin. And who doesn't like bacon, you know? You know, that you mentioned it, the, the Gordon Ramsay one I did last year, I think he actually had your lay bacon over part of the bird for at least part of that cook so i'm guessing that was uh, that makes sense now for the grease of it by the grease to get on that skin to help uh crispen that up i don't remember it though to be honest with you maybe it's because i'm not a poultry fan like all honesty we could probably remove the turkey and i'd still be all right just with the sides just eat all the sides. I, I think if you see the pie chart of my plate, the turkey would be a very <laughs> slim little sliver of it, you know? Half a plate of potatoes, like mashed potatoes, <laughs> right? I remember as a kid going over to grandma's and it's like, I'd cut everything up. You, you probably just canned corn warmed up, you know, mashed potatoes, stuffing, and I'd, I'd cut up the turkey. I'd mix it all together, pour some gravy on it, and then there it was. You know, you could just put it in a bowl and eat it. Then KFC kind of ruined my idea, and, and they made the bowls, you know, southern. <laughs> they had the fried pieces of chicken, and I'm like, that's it right there. I, they're they're on gold now. If only you would have thought. I of made a, I made wontons with Thanksgiving leftovers, and it was like a little tiny bit of everything that you would put on your plate. In a little tiny wonton. Okay. And uh, fried them up. And uh, then we dipped them in gravy as the sauce. Oh, that seems good. good. I was going to say, I seen another one. Because they're going to take maybe something to do after, um, the day after. And here was one. It was uh, called crispy mashed potatoes and stuffing patties. So it's like you mix the stuffing potatoes and you kind of pan fry them. That seemed pretty good. It's like, I like the stuffing. I like potatoes. But the gravy, I think, to kind of 
get it crisp and then drizzle some gravy on it. That would be that that would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. That so, would yeah. be. So I'm gonna have to hide some of the stuffing and potatoes so that everyone doesn't eat it, and so I can try this stuff the next day. <laughs> I've seen people do it in a waffle iron. Okay. Mm. And then it holds the gravy in all the pockets. Yeah. Yeah. So you like? Yeah, we made stuffing waffles one year after Thanksgiving, and they were delightful. And, and Nick, I don't know if we talked about this one on a, a previous podcast, but you made uh, you made a, a meatloaf. Yeah, with yeah, stuffing. The, yeah, we did. We talked about. We that, did talk uh, about yeah, that last podcast. Yeah. Yeah, stuffing. So you I took, actually had that for dinner tonight. So you took like well, you just took what like a stuffing mix you 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 buy off the shelf and and mix that in with your meat and there it is, right? Yeah, it was the stovetop brand uh, stuffing in the box, mixed right in with the meat, and it's pretty good. Now, Kristen, you brought up pie pie, pie charts before. Oh, do you do you cook any special pies? Well, so I grew up in Hawaii and there's no seasonal change, you know, so it's hard to tell when we're getting to winter, except maybe you see the newscast from the mainland and you're like, oh, they're bundled up and there's that white stuff, you know, <laughs> so it must be winter over there or something. I've heard of so, um, but, but we have this dessert in Hawaii called pumpkin crunch. And um, it's, it's kind of embarrassing because, you know, I'm it has cake mix and I make my desserts from scratch, but I make it all the time because people love it. But it's like everyone has like a little different way of doing the. So you do uh, do like a pumpkin pie filling, put it in a 13 by 9 pan, and then you put your cake mix over the top and then butter and pecans. So it's almost like a dump cake. Okay. But then when you flip it over, it's like pumpkin pie layer on the top and then shortbread pecan crust on the bottom. And then I put a layer of sweetened whipped cream on top of that and I cut them into squares. And uh, people go nuts for it here. But in Hawaii, what it signified to me was like, oh, it must be fall. Kind of like pumpkin spice lattes coming to Starbucks, you know? Right. So, so I grew up in, in Hawaii. But yeah, I make that... Uh, Thanksgiving now, it's like, it's my favorite. That, I love it so much. That does sound good. I I kind of want some of that now. So, I'll have to you, make it for you guys. You grew up <laughs> in Hawaii. Now you're in, now you're in Wisconsin. So what do you think about the, the winters? Now this stuff, the fairy tale thing called snow. Uh, is as is, is good as... Is... I, I still love it. I, I think the novelty, it hasn't worn off for me and I... I like tubing and drinking hot cocoa and making snowmen and stuff like that. So, and we have a pretty dope ATV with a snow plow, and I love like nice tearing it up and breaking the, the I, I was just, that holds the I was gonna say plow it, onto the thing because if you ever feel like uh, you know that extra snow bliss, you just <laughs> it can't hold in your excitement. You want to be out in the snow. I'll give you my address. You could come over and take care of it. You know, maybe <laughs> shovel a little bit, use a snow blower. You get out. You can make as many snowmen as you want. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand why people would get sick of it. I really do. But I, I, I'm not there yet. I've only been six, five or six winters here now. Six. Six. One of them I was away though. True. It's number yeah. six for you. 
So yeah. But actually, you know, speaking of being away, I was a uh, he I was deployed one year and Chad was doing Thanksgiving by himself and he had invited uh your what your uncle and your cousins over, right? Yeah. Were my parents here? I think your parents were My here. parents were coming and his uncle. And so what I did was I wrote him this email and I put all of the recipes for like your standard, you know, Alton Brown turkey and the the Campbell's soup, you know, green bean casserole and the Jiffy corn pudding. I just listed it all out for him and I put hyperlinks to all of the recipes. And nice. Everyone said he did really good. I don't know if you followed all of the recipes, but and then after. After that, I send that list out to other people who are doing their like first Thanksgiving, you know, like our, my son got married last year. I'll probably send it to him. He's doing a Friendsgiving this year. Mm-hmm. That was the year I brined the turkey and I, I was in bed and I, I woke up in the middle of the night and I realized it was like a butter ball. So it was already brined. Yeah. In here, I'm thinking more salt and sugar and stuff into it and i just i ran downstairs and i like i i was soaking it in just plain water and like changing it once an hour just to try to get some of the salt out of it yeah it was so good it was so good the it sounds like it sounds better than the uh twice seasoned burgers i made once when i was drunk (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i remember that I stopped at the local season. butcher shop. These are seasoned burgers. Let me season them. Yeah, they were they were like pre-seasoned, like pre-flavored patties, and I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be good. You know, like picked up that, picked up some beer, and uh, I was like, come on over, Matt. And you're like, you know, let's just do burgers and then whatever, hang out. And uh, a couple of beers later, and I'm, I'm like, well, better get the burgers ready. And they season them up, throw them on the on the grill, and. You, you, you ate half a burger and you're dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you got beer then. You're priming yourself. Yeah. So. It all happens. It happens, right? All learning experience. That's why it's called Shade Tree Chefs, right? Shade Tree Chefs. Shade Tree Chefs. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so we kind of mentioned the turkeys. Uh, it, but uh, anything special anyone does, you know, I kind of mentioned I, I've been doing different stuff. Anyone actually have like a go-to of what they do with it? Like a special seasoning or, or brine or stuff it with, you know, carrots and onion? I mean, no, it seems like everyone's like me, just it, random stuff. I mean, I like to put fresh herbs into the cavity, like, you know, parsley, sage, rosemary, thyme, all those things, whatever you can get your hands on. If you have a herb garden, this time of year, it's probably on its way out anyway. So I just chop them all up and take the whole sprig and just stick the whole sprig into it. Rosemary seems to permeate the meat pretty well. And thyme mm-hmm. is really nice as well. You can get your hands on lemon thyme even better. Lemon thyme. But I don't like to stuff the cavity, though, with anything. Just herbs and onion. That's about it. Yeah, that's In all- Hawaii, the... Uh- in Hawaii, you have you've heard of, you've heard of a clue of pig, the one that they they bury in the ground, they call it an emu. Yeah. So they'll do that for turkeys as well, and those turkeys come out. There's no crispness on the skin or anything, but like they fall apart, 
and the meat is uh it's salty oh, there's so like the good. right just the the right amount of saltiness and it it's so moist even it, the breast meat yeah it's almost like um pulled pork yeah consistency and juicy that, so good that is that's uh quite the moist bird i mean if it's kind of like pulled pork no, yeah, I don't want it's pulled uh, pork. hard to find lava rock here, and it's also hard to dig that deep into the ground to make the pit for cooking them. You know. Yeah, you know. I think I'm going to switch it up now. Turkey's off the turkey's off the plate. We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do pulled pork and mashed potatoes and stuffing. I'm gonna stuff I'm gonna stuff the pork shoulder with the stuffing. And cook it that way. See how that turns out. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> Tomahawk pork chop with stuffing in it. Oh, there you go. So actually, I was just joking around. That actually might be good. Oh, jeez. I won't try it. I already bought the birds. Maybe next year. All right. So, Any, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anybody Jamie. got? Yeah. Anybody got anything else? No, we didn't really no. touch on dessert. I would say dessert is probably the same size plate as dinner. It can be. I love it when everybody brings something and you feel obligated, right? Oh, I have to try it. So right. you get a little bit of everything. See, we're fortunate. Your mandatory pumpkin pie. Yeah. And we're fortunate. Like uh, Jamie, your, your mother always makes an apple pie, brings that over. Does she yep. do the pumpkin also? or She normally does. And... Bella and Savannah were Bella very upset that the pumpkin pie was not on the Thanksgiving list. I mean, the I'm, local store might be doing the pumpkin pie this year. I'm, I'm not much of a, a baker, so. Anything all these uh, uh, other than the, the cream cheese, which we found out, Nick, the cream cheese jello is actually a side and not a dessert. So it would be on the dessert table for you guys. Pumpkin pie. Um, pumpkin pie jello uh, is it is it a jello or just no it's just normal pumpkin pie all right um then we mix it up with usually something else too i think last year we did like a rhubarb pie or whatever hmm i don't think i've ever had a rhubarb pie i've had like uh strawberry rhubarb pie oh yeah like a dump cake with rhubarb in it i've made you a strawberry rhubarb pie i don't know was i drinking Probably. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, pecan. Pecan yeah. pie, right? That's one of my favorites. Pecan pie is good, yeah. I've never made it, though. One year, Dad and I, he found this recipe. We like Thai tea, you know, which is that reddish tea that has the sweetened condensed milk in it. But we really like that flavor. So we, he found this recipe, and it was Thai tea pie and so we're like that's so crazy it just might work and it and it didn't no. <laughs> and it took so much effort that's... and then afterwards we're like let's never do that again that it was the... like stick to the graphics you know that's the worst yeah. like, you see it they'll even have a video of it and you see them making like and they they sell it they sell it it's like wow that that looks really good and then you take all that time you make it and it's like, how could they even put that smile on their face after they taste it, you know? <laughs> it's like, this isn't good. They know this isn't good. 
but they had to produce <laughs> some sort of video. I don't know. Right. Yeah. So they do have the sweet potato pie too, which is very similar to pumpkin pie. And then in Hawaii, they have Okinawan sweet potatoes, which are the purple ones. And they make a, it's like a pumpkin, it's like a sweet potato pie, but it's made with purple pumpkin. And then they do a coconut um, custard on the top of it. And I'm not making, I'm not selling it very well. It doesn't sound good. Like potato pie with coconut custard, you know, but it's, uh, it's delicious. And we, we would get those sometimes from this local bakery called Ted's in Hawaii and it's winners. So go out to your local Ted's in Hawaii to get your potato pie, sweet potato pie. Yeah. Purple sweet potato halpia pie. I'm, you know what? I, I'm going to try going there like soon. I probably won't remember to go to Ted's, but just the Hawaii part. <laughs> you can always go to Pacific Produce on 27th Street. They'll have all the, the ube potatoes. You know, I think I did go there once for um, durian fruit. If you never had, oh, yeah. you need yep. to try it. That's a topic for that's yeah, they have, topic for a different day though. They have sweet potato, sweet potato ice cream too. Interesting. All right. Well, ready to do for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I think we've covered. So, the, what about yeah. practicing your turkey throughout the year? About like, what? Why not, like, why not practice your turkey game? Uh, I don't like I poultry that much. But you might find a recipe, you're, you know, you might find a brine where you're like, this is the one. That is true. Um, that is- I'd probably put my, my efforts elsewhere. And honestly, how is it, can you even really find turkey during the rest of the year? Like, I don't go to the store and just see turkeys in the meat section. I you think can they buy have small enough they- ones. They just don't have the giant ones in the store, like, I think. Like turkey breast I've seen or turkey leg already smoked i've seen but like hey here's a, a turkey i've seen them i've seen them november 29th is a great day to go buy turkeys that's i'm true. pretty sure they last in your deep freezer for a year yeah they last for a good amount yeah. of time but i've seen them in the store all year round well, you just have to know where to look you know that might be the issue it's not something i generally look for <laughs> Maybe well, I should. Find them at Ted's, and then that, I'll go to. I'll have to go to Ted's in Hawaii for some sweet potato pie and some turkeys <laughs> that I'm gonna cook underground. What was that? Uh, what's that cooking technique called again? Emu. Emu. I am you. Or you know what? I actually, uh, although it's a little cold I... now and the ground's starting to freeze, I'm almost tempted to go into Jamie's backyard right now and start digging that pit. Okay, yeah, just call Digger's Hotline first. Nah, we'll just we'll just wig it. Okay. I mean, I get. But you're I gonna put. I mean, you're gonna reseed in in spring, though, right? No, no, no reseed. In fact, the kids might enjoy you know the the mound that, of uh, dirt that we create. But then you know we'll just take our kids over to their house, and they can just make an even bigger mess. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, oh, go ahead, Jamie. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up. 
I'm going to wrap it up because that's what I do, right? Yep. Every episode. That's what All he right. does. So if nobody else has anything else to add, everything sounds amazing. Um, but with that being but, said, with that being said, I'm Matt. And I'm Jamie. With special guests. With special guest. Nick. Yep. Chad. And Kristen. All right, let's see. Let's, we're going to try this. We're going to try this. We're, and I'm sorry, and Lissa. All right, so we're, we're going to do a comment for us, say Shade Tree Chefs. So we're going to do three, two, one. Shade Tree Shade Chefs. Tree. Oh, man, that was horrible. Oh, well, thank you all. Thank you.